إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed our praise and thanks belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We praise him, we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness we seek refuge with Allah from the evil of ourselves and from the evil of our bad deeds. Whomsoever Allah guides, no one can misguide. And whomsoever Allah misguides, then no one can guide. I bear witness that nothing has the right to be worshipped except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's alone and he has no partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, may Allah raise his rank and grant him peace, is his slave and his messenger. O you who believe, fear Allah with the fear that is due to him and do not die, except as a Muslim. O mankind, fear your Lord who has created you from a single person. And from that person, he created his wife. And from the two of them, he created many men and women. And fear Allah through whom you demand your mutual rights and do not cut off family ties. Indeed, Allah is an all-watcher over you. O you who believe, fear Allah and say that which is correct and upright. If you do this, Allah will rectify for you your deeds, and He will forgive you of your sins. And whosoever obeys Allah and His Messenger, then he has attained a great achievement. <clears throat> As for that which follows, indeed, the most truthful speech is the speech of Allah, the Qur'an. And the best guidance, and the finest of guidance, is the guidance of our Prophet wasallam. And the worst of affairs are the newly invented matters. Every newly invented matter is an innovation in the religion. And every innovation is misguidance, and every misguidance is in the hellfire. True success and true prosperity in this world and the hereafter is contingent upon adhering to Islam and the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ in every aspect of our lives. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He said in His noble book, اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وَأَتْمَمْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَتِي وَرَضِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينًا Allah Jalla wa'ala, He said the meaning of which, Today I have 
perfected or I have completed for you your religion. And I have conferred my favor upon you and I am pleased with Islam as your religion. In this verse, Allah Jalla wa'ala, He makes it very clear that He has already perfected and completed our religion for us. And likewise, He has conferred His, his blessing or His favor upon us by removing us from the darknesses of disbelief and polytheism and bringing us into the light of Islam. And this without a doubt is the greatest favor and bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That a person knows who his, who his Lord is. And he knows the reason as to why he was created. Because the vast majority of the people in, in this world, they don't know why they're here. They don't know the purpose for why they were created. So this is a tremendous bounty and blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this requires from us that we show gratitude and appreciation to Allah Jalla wa'ala. And one of the ways that we show gratitude and appreciation for this blessing, the blessing of guidance, is by being steadfast and firm upon our religion until we die and meet our Lord. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He said, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatihi wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun. He said, the meaning of which, O you who believe, Fear Allah with the fear that is due to Him and do not die except as a Muslim. And fearing Allah the way that He should be feared is as was stated by Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anh, He said is that Allah is obeyed and He's not disobeyed. And it is that He is shown gratitude and not ingratitude. And it's that he's shown, or rather that he's remembered, and he's not forgotten. And do not die except as a Muslim. In other words, safeguard and preserve your Islam. When you're in good health and well-being, safeguard and preserve your Islam, so that you will die upon it. So if we truly live our lives adhering to the book of Allah, and the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa in every aspect of our lives, then be idhnillahi ta'ala, we're going to die upon that. However, if we live our lives based upon sin and transgression, and following our evil lusts and desires, and doing whatever we want to do, then we subject ourselves to dying in that state. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa has said, as it comes in the hadith that has been authenticated by al-Albani rahimahullah ta'ala, he said, Islam excels and nothing excels it. And the meaning of this hadith is that Islam is the religion which Allah has ordained. And He has decreed that it is going to be victorious. And it's going to prevail over all other religions. As He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rasulahu bil huda wa deen al and it is he who has sent his messenger with guidance and the religion of truth to prevail over all other religions. Even if the polytheists hate. So no matter how much the enemies of Islam try to distort the reality of Islam. It doesn't matter how much they say that Islam is a terrorist religion. It doesn't matter how much they say that Islam is a backwards religion. More people are going to embrace Islam. 
And Allah Jalla wa'ala, He's going to give victory to Islam and the Muslims. However, this is based upon the condition that we, are adhering to, that we adhere to our religion. So if we turn away from our religion and we're practicing Islam instead of Islam, we're just choosing and picking the things that we like from the religion and we're disregarding the things that we don't like or it doesn't fit our desires. And we're seeking honor and nobility from other than Islam. Then Allah Jalla wa'ala is going to disgrace us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَإِن تَتَوَلَّوْ يَسْتَبْدِ الْقَوْمًا غَيْرَكُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَكُونُ أَمْثَالَكُمْ And if you turn away from Iman, if you turn away from the obedience of Allah, if you turn away from the worship of Allah, then Allah will replace you with the people and they will not be like you. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Our praise and thanks belong to Allah, the Lord of everything that exists Wal-aqibatu lil-muttaqeen The good end is for those who possess piety Wal-a'udwana illa ala al-zalimeen And there is no transgression except against those who are oppressed Wa-ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah I bear witness that nothing has a right to be worshipped except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He's alone and he has no partners he aids and he supports those who are righteous. And I bear witness that Muhammad is his slave and his messenger. It was authentically narrated by Tariq ibn Shihab. He mentioned that in the time of Umar when Umar was the Khalifa, he mentioned that the Muslims, they got control of Baytul Maqdis. They took control of Jerusalem. And during that time, the Christians or the Christian monks, they said, we're not going to give the keys to Baytul Maqdis. And the only person that we're going to give them to is Umar. So Umar radiallahu an, he departed and he went to Jerusalem. And Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah radiallahu an, he accompanied Umar radiallahu And on their way to Jerusalem, they stopped at a ford in a river. They stopped at a shallow point at a river. So Umar radiallahu he was riding upon his she So he got down and he took off his shoes and he put his shoes on his shoulders. And then he took the rein or the strap of his she And he went across the ford of this river. So naturally, if a person is walking across a ford in a river, his clothes are going to get wet. He might get a little muddy. So when Abu Ubaidah saw this, he said, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, a'anta taf'alu hadha? He said, leader of the believers, are you doing this? Are you really doing this? You took off your shoes, and then you put them on your shoulders. And then you take the strap of your she camel, and then you go across the ford of the river. He said, "Ma anna ahl He said, "It doesn't please me that the people see you like this. I don't want the Christians to see your appearance like this." So, what was the response of Umar radiAllahu anhu? He said, "Awah." This is like a person sighing at someone else. 
He said, He said, if only someone other than you has said this Abu Ubaidah. جَعَلْتُهُ نَكَالًا لِأُمَّةِ مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ He said, I would have made an example out of him for the Ummah Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم. إِنَّا كُنَّا أَذَلَّ قَوْمٍ فَأَعَزَّنَ اللَّهُ بِالْإِسْلَامِ He said, indeed, we were a lonely people. We were a despicable people. Meaning before Islam. Before Islam, they were worshipping idols and statues. Before Islam... They were walking around or going around the Kaaba without clothes on. Before Islam, they were burying their baby girls under the ground. Indeed, we were a lonely people. And then Allah gave us honor in Islam. But whenever we seek honor and nobility, from other than that which Allah gave us honor and nobility, then Allah is going to disgrace us. Wallahi, we're not going to find honor and nobility by trying to imitate the enemies of Islam and trying to be like the enemies of Islam. We're not going to find honor and nobility by going to the bank and taking out a mortgage for a house or taking out an interest-based loan. We're not going to find honor and nobility by cutting our beards and shaving our beards. The Prophet wasallam said, liha." He said, grow the beard. And this is a command from the Prophet wasallam, And it shows that it's obligatory for the men to grow the beards. It's not mustahab. It's not something highly recommended. It's obligatory. And as Shaykh Ibn Uthaymeen and other scholars have said, that when a person is constantly shaving his beard, then he's committing a major sin. And this is because when a person is shaving his beard every day, or he's constantly doing it, then he is doing a, a minor sin, and by doing this, he's making a major sin. So what does that mean? That means that if a person dies in this state, without repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's under the will of Allah. If Allah wills, He can forgive him, or if He wills, He can punish him. Now, who in their right mind wants to put themselves in a situation like that? Over something that's so easy to do. Grow your beard, dear brother. It's something very simple. It's something that doesn't require any effort. We just came out of the month of Ramadan. Some of us prayed every night. Salatul Tarawih. 45 minutes to an hour every night. That requires effort. To grow your beard does not require any effort. And the sad reality is, is that many of our sisters, may Allah reward them and bless them. They represent the religion of Islam more so than many of us. Sometimes you go out, you might go to a store, and you'll see a group of people, or you'll see a family. And the only way that you even know that they're Muslim is because you see a sister that's covered. If it wasn't for that sister, you wouldn't even know that they're Muslim. You look at the brother, he doesn't have a beard, his pants are below his ankles, he doesn't have a thobe, he doesn't have a kufi, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have anything that distinguishes him as a Muslim. It's almost as though many of our brothers are ashamed to be Muslim. It's almost as though many of our brothers are scared to manifest their Islam. 
Be proud to be a Muslim. Be proud to be a person of a Tawheed. وَلَا تَهِنُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَنْتُمُ الْأَعْلَوْنَ Allah Jalla wa Ala, He said, And do not be weak, and do not be sad, وَأَنْتُمُ الْأَعْلَوْنَ And you will be victorious. إِنْ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ If you're truly believers. And likewise, He says, Subhanahu, وَلِلَّهِ الْعِزَّةُ وَلِرَسُولِهِ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ And honor and nobility belongs to Allah and His Messenger and to the believers. وَلَكِنَّ الْمُنَافِقِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ However, the hypocrites, they don't know. اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين We ask Allah to give honor and nobility to Islam and the Muslims everywhere. نسأل الله عز وجل أن يميتنا على التوحيد والسنة وهو راض عنا We ask Allah to cause us to die upon Tawheed and Sunnah in a state that's pleasing to Him سبحانه وتعالى ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة we ask our Lord for the good of this life and the good of the hereafter and to save us from the punishment of the fire. And we ask Allah to give us the good of this life and the good of the hereafter.